0: back, everybody. This is another episode of the Triangle Anime and Manga Review Podcast. I'm Logan, here today with Ozzy. You doing your DJ Khaled impression?
1: Is that what this is? I don't do DJ Khaled impression, but I do have an important question for you, Logan. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd like to know if you could be reincarnated as a appliance or something of use, like electrical or maybe like a vending machine, like... What appliance would you pick? Am I allowed to choose dildo? Like, is that not is that
0: an option? I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's an appliance. I don't know. I feel like that would open me up to some bad karmic retribution. Why by choosing? I would like pick dildo, and then they'd be like, for they uh, <laughs> men, BDSM or something. I don't. know. That's. I mean that. Well, so I for guess people I... that are into that, I guess that's fun. But yeah, for you, I guess not as fun. That would not be my favorite image, but I guess I might get used to that. I don't know. ah, so I to listens to this podcast, maybe we shouldn't expand on that too much.
1: Anyway. Probably
0: not. Anyway, but so that's yeah. an interesting choice. Yeah. Uh no, I think um with a realistic answer for an appliance. And I can't be like a computer or something. Yeah, uh, let's
1: let's stick away from something more like just Money completely single mundane. single use.
0: Yeah. Uh Hmm I think Like I feel like a Refrigerator would see A lot of interesting things Yeah I don't know Plus it Plus it's cool all the time I can get used to Ah, that It's cool and it's full of food Like me Like me There There you go go. How about yourself You can't just throw that out there And not answer If I had to choose
1: An appliance um, Let's see I'd be a drill You'd be a power drill Yeah I'd be a power drill I think okay. super helpful just whenever needed and you know just, just that, that's it I you don't get, know Yeah, you pretty get a basic of, you
0: get a lot of use and then a lot of sitting in a garage for years on end that sounds great man let's <laughs> give you a little bit of alcohol and I'm set alright fair enough um all
1: right. So, is this how you want to start off your spring season discussion? Or basically, no. I mean, we're back, and uh, that was just a sh- a shot out there because there is an anime coming out this season uh, uh, that we'll talk about later, or just bring up the fact that you told me there. Were... I thought you were joking when you told me that there was an isekai about being reincarnated as a vending machine, but I was rudely. Disco- I really discovered even, that you weren't.
0: I don't even know that I was the first one that told you. I think Kevin. Not Kevin, actually. Who is a who loves trolling us with Isekai, uh, I think he was the first one who identified that sucker.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's a real thing, and, uh, yeah, that's why I asked. But yeah, yeah, I've watched the first episode, and I got to lie, it's about as good as you expect it to be. Oh, Lord, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we're here because uh, we're here to wrap up the spring season. right?
0: Yeah, spring. You, I, I do think it's a little ironic that we start off talking about this and just a few minutes ago you were like, no, there's no bad anime this season. There's none at all. No, uh, I
1: meant like what we're covering from last season. Yes, guess, right?
0: okay, <laughs> from this previous season. All but, right.
1: But yeah, I know we're here to wrap up the spring season. Uh, so spring season was kind of weird. It, um, it had different uh, – I feel like it started across a huge – timeline like it's some of it started three months ago some of it started two months ago so we literally just watched the end of one of them i think last week and some of them have been finished for about three weeks so that may be why this one's this this little season recap took a little longer than the rest um but you know that happens you know sometimes they release them early sometimes they don't Uh,
0: well i think what you're saying is with the number of studios that are currently producing anime and the number of new studios um I mean, frankly, I don't know how anime works overseas. As far as their releases, do they just release all at once? Is it streaming services? Do they have multiple channels in Japan that just show anime all the time? Because that would obviously right. impact the release date. That's but true. if uh, you know, over here, we just know. I just know that there's a bunch of new studios working on these, and they're grabbing properties left and right. I think part of that might be because. There's some legislation that's going to be coming down soon that might impact production of anime. Interesting. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. Long story short is, I think for the next few seasons, you're going to see a lot of anime start early, you're going to see a lot of anime in late, and the seasons might not be as clear-cut Fair as enough.
1: they normally are. So Cool. But uh, yeah, we have a few that we did finish up and that we'd like to talk about because we really enjoyed them. Um and then uh, we're also going to talk about the next season since the next season technically has already started. Uh, that would be the summer season. Uh, there's a lot of returning stuff that has people really hype and some new stuff that we're looking forward to. So, uh, yeah, uh, I know we're, uh, we were excited for this because uh, I think we had a good season in general. I think, like, a- as a whole, I thought it was a good quality season. It was nothing where I was like, oh, this is – you know, terrible, or I felt like I wasted my time. I mean, I did drop some stuff, but it was really just time-based, nothing that, you know, that I started and said, wow, this is just straight garbage.
0: I think we've got a couple, maybe two, that are definitely going to get sequels that I think were standouts. Yeah. We had a few that probably won't get sequels, but they were fun rides for the season. And then we've got one that was probably the best one of the season – that was already a sequel. That's probably going to get a third season, and Lord, I hope so after that last season. So yeah, let's get right into it. Sure. Um, so starting off, uh, let's talk about uh, hell and heaven. So let's start with hell's paradise here. Um, I mean, I think your your review, I think, speaks more to I think the most the what most fans are going to think of it. Um, I think it was a good. It's a good premise. It's very artsy, but the actual action wasn't very beautiful. Um, and for those who are familiar with this plot, it's aren't familiar with this plot, it's basically you're kind of like a Suicide Squad story, where it's like a bunch of bad guys um, are sentenced to death, but they, the emperor of Japan wants them to go to this island to find this elixir of life. So he teams them up with some executioners, and it's like, if you find it, you get off scot-free. Um, if you don't, the executioners will just kill you. And from there, you kind of got your standard death battle on an island where like, pla- everything is beautiful, but everything is also trying to kill you. And it's been an interesting ride. I think part of my problem with this story is it, even though the death battles kind of got off to a quick start... The actual story progression, the actual like development of finding the elixir of life felt very slow uh, comparatively. And I think there were some twists that made the story more interesting that happened very late in the game. But generally speaking, I mean, it was good shonen, decent fights, and it was some interesting characters that were introduced to us. And that's kind of my takeaway. It does sound like it's getting the season two, so obviously it was popular enough. What are your thoughts, Ozzy?
1: Yeah, I definitely thought that it was, um, it was, yeah, it, w- it was a showman. Like it, it didn't jump out to me like too crazy. Um, I definitely like it was. I don't want to say the word generic because I do think that some of the settings and well, I mean, even that. I mean, I think that some of the settings and the characters were fun. Uh, didn't seem like your typical tropey kind of situations. Uh, but in general, the action and just like you know main characters being main characters overpowered or you know being able to overcome everything by learning a new technique pretty quickly situations like that was all those tropes were all present so that stuff is just pretty straightforward it makes things a little you know easier to absorb because you don't have to worry about the main character actually going through tribulations you know obviously he has this background uh gabamaru has this whole situation where like you said where he's a suicide squad situation um But he actually has a reason to continue uh, afterwards because he's looking to get back with his, uh, you know, his loved one, his wife. Um, But that's basically it. Uh, A lot of action, like you said, pretty good action, I would say, like. I guess the, and when I say good action, I meant like the the fights in between people was interesting because everyone was a little unique. You know, you had your people that were swordsmiths, you had your people that were a little bit more magic based, you had these creatures that were really unique that were on this uh, fantasy island that were like immortal, quote unquote, or just really like had insane regenerative regenerative uh, powers. So it made the fights interesting. But what really let me down it was the fact that this was a studio. The studio that did this was Mappa, and I just felt that the animation was lackluster. Like I, I really like. I think in general, this, the animation was fine. Like the everyday kind of just walking around, like storytelling, background, all that stuff was good, and especially the the like the surroundings with the the island and all the flowers. It looked good. But I thought that at some point the fighting would have, like, it turned up a level. Kind of like how you see in Demon Slayer. I know it's not going to get the same production value as Demon Slayer. It's not going to get every fight to get that level. But I thought I would see it at least once or twice here and there. I don't think I ever got a fight where I said, wow, this looks sweet. Yeah, I think part of the struggle is that Demon
0: Slayer is very much like a... It's fast-paced, but it kind of slows down for those, like, story beat moments. Whereas I think the way this manga was designed, everything is kind of, like, fast-paced with the action, and there's not a lot of, like, specialty or technique put into it because of that. It's very much like punch-punch, and then there's a special technique thrown in. But even, like, the special
1: techniques weren't even that great. Like, I was watching the last episode, and... um, the the blind guy Shinto or Shin Shino um, yeah he, was, he, he kept using these like techniques and calling them out and I'm like oh sweet it's gonna look cool and it was just a bunch of slices like, yeah he just sliced a bunch just of, sliced like, a bunch of stuff. slice stuff or and even I'm like, like
0: the, so what are you doing like, or even the final boss's like ability was just like shooting lasers and it wasn't even like cool lasers it was just like up oh, there's some borbs and down come the lasers it's like okay yeah like
1: I, I I'm not saying that it wasn't uh, like it looked bad. It didn't look bad. It's just, I thought, I expected more. And I, I think with, you know, with Swordsmith play, you can see more. You can make it a little bit better looking. Uh, Gabumaru, I, I honestly didn't get to see. Like, I saw, we saw a lot of him, but basically he had, a, like, a lot of fire jutsu, fire, like, like technique stuff. And it, the fire looked good, but it just, like, I don't know. It yeah, just
0: I feel like a lot of the... Actual art effort was put into what was going on inside their heads more so than the actual fight. Like I think some of the most beautiful art on the scene was when that like the fat swordsman died and was like or was in the process of dying and had all those beautiful shots of like that you know, actually looked good. Yeah, that looked that, really so that, good. That but was the actual, very nice. You know, the but, actual fights themselves were kind of lacking. And which that, that, that's strange.
1: where I wanted to go, like that, because I don't need all that stuff to look amazing. I think it look good, and it did look good. I think all the normal stuff looked good, but I needed the big stuff to look better, and it didn't. So I watched it all. I enjoyed it. I do like the story. I like the characters. I hope that Season 2 kind of takes it up a notch when it comes to production value, uh, because I'd love to see some a little bit more detail in the fighting. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, overall, I don't know. Did you think anything about the twists? I, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that it's like, Oh, maybe it's all in his head. Of course, I've read the manga, so I know how it goes. But yeah, There's I like, like the
1: twist, but I think they built him up too much from the beginning for it to seem believable to me. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they built this. This this is what the character's built on, and I don't think they would they would rip that out, yank
0: yank that out from underneath him.
1: Yeah, I feel like it would have to be something that maybe halfway through the series, he he, all of a sudden got this new, you know, this new sense of being. And then it got ripped out, but something that you introduce him as that being his only thing. There is no way they're going to rip that out, right? 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 So I, I don't know. I mean, we'll talk later. I don't want to, I don't want you to ruin the story for people, but
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll go into spoilers if we feel about it because Heavenly Delusions, our next one, we're going to have to go into spoilers, but we'll start with just our generic reviews and we'll go on. So anyway, Heavenly Delusion. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I'll yeah. let you start this one because you were the one who dug this out, and uh, I gotta say, wow! I'm
1: betting ten. I'm, I feel like I'm betting a hundred, man. I feel uh-huh. like every season there's always that one that comes out, and I'm just like, you know, this looks good, and uh, I'm not wrong because uh, this one was good. Uh, this one, honestly, was the dark horse where it just kind of came out of left field. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that I know I'm what I when I see something good, I know it. It's just more like I was drawn to this, and I'm like, ah, this could be good. But, um, yeah, this one was on Disney Plus, and this one was a wild ride. Honestly, the whole time, it was one of those animes that kind of keeps you on your toes the entire time, which is rare, first of all. It's not often that I get that because, you know, anime, by the time you watched a thousand of these, you kind of see certain things coming. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that this thing was completely unique to the point where I couldn't see certain things coming, but there were stuff that I was like, oh, damn, I was not expecting that. You know, it's nice that I saw that throughout the series. Um, but yeah, it's basically an adventure story. Uh, again, we were we 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 definitely reviewed it halfway through. But uh, uh, an adventure story, and kind of like these two stories mirrored, uh, not mirrored, but kind of intertwined, because they were just dis- they were showing off this story of like this school full of children that had these unique abilities that were being almost like groomed slash grown. You thought in this weird like shut in academy situation Mm -hmm. and then they had this other story where these two people were trying to find heaven and that's where the heavenly delusion comes from and essentially in a post-apocalyptic world full of monsters they were just trying to find somewhere where they could uh one of them wanted to meet up with one of their old partners uh and then the other one just wanted to get to a safe haven um and they were intertwining these two stories. You didn't know if they were going to meet together. You didn't know if like one of them was involved with the past or not. Um, and it just like I, I was just I was hooked the entire time. The animation is another thing that I have to say was it like movie quality all the way through. Right. I was impressed from the beginning to the very end on how they kept the animation quality because you know sometimes you'll see a dip, you'll see episodes, but I did not see a single a single episode dip. I think every episode had, like, high-quality animation and had a high-quality, like, storytelling. And sometimes, it you know, there was a side, side episode where they found this guy who happened to be part of, um, like, I think, like, a research project where he was, like, essentially a, a sex object for people.
0: I don't know if it was a research thing. I think that was just – I don't know. Maybe, like, no, maybe you're I right. say, like, a cult?
1: Yeah, yeah maybe cult. Um, yeah. But – and, you know, that episode was really strange because, like – He found, like, fellow survivors, and he found his son, who he he, he thought was dead, and it just kind of turned dark at the end, and I was just like, like, it had few episodes where it kind of took away from the main story, and told, like, a side story, and they were still done really well, and I really enjoyed them. Yeah, I think, um, I keep bringing, comparing
0: this to Lost, and I mean, I don't know if you ever saw that, but... I
1: watched the first three seasons.
0: The concept is kind of the same, where it's like, you're... I think the reason people kept watching Lost is they were like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Okay, that's great. That's a great yeah. comparison. And it's like uh,
1: you're set in this almost real-world story, but these weird, bizarre things happen, and you're like, "What? what's going on? Yeah,
0: but I think the other thing that I liked was about this that kind of differs from Lost is that the characters I really bought into, and I really enjoyed basically all of them, and I was kind of like worried about what was actually going to happen to them.
1: I didn't think of yeah. any of the characters where I was just like, Man, fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, like, that guy. like, why do I care about these guys? Like, yeah. like, every character got enough time and got enough background and enough detail for the to the point where, like, you're like, so what happens to him next, right? And yeah, I, I, it's rare that you see this all the time. Like, you don't see this all the time, and when you do, it's it's awesome. Like, I I, I enjoy that. That's a good point you made there. Yeah,
0: and I think the other thing that I did really like about this uh, series is that um, it was. It's technically following the character story. And, like, you you kind of describe the overarching story. But I'd say, generally speaking, it's kind of like a bunch of stories all happening at different times. Yeah. Like you said, there's the whole arc where they find the doctor who's, like, operating on people. And there's, like, a civil war, quote-unquote, going on. And there's, like, the one where they're just trying to get across the river. And there's all these... The one where they get chased by the bear, you know. So there's all these little things going on. That kind of gets you involved, and it's like, you're still in this world where all these weird things is hap- are happening, but you kind of get your own little slice story on the yeah, side yeah. that's got its own morals, and it's kinda, it's got its own values going on about it. So, I really dug this one. Uh, getting, getting into spoilers, I did not like how it ended, but that's probably... Uh, probably partially creator intended because i I think of the takeaway was it's like sometimes you don't always get what you want but man they should have like i was really hoping for some chainsaw man where they just like
1: kick that guy in the nuts i know i saw i saw saw that the other day someone posted like this is the ending we deserve (laughs) yeah and it was just that dude getting smashed in the nuts but yeah no i mean little spoilers the ending was not necessarily that was probably my low light of the season which you know it's kind of rare to see the well some animes have bad endings, and I don't think this is a bad ending. It's just a, a, a dissatisfying ending, I guess I would say. But uh, I think,
0: and I mean, part of it's just that there's a lot of story to wrap up. I looked, there is. Yeah,
1: I looked into the manga, and it's still
0: ongoing.
1: It is ongoing, and I will say I also read the manga just because I was so curious how, why this, adapt, like, if this adaption took some liberties if this adapt- adaptation took like maybe changed a little bit, but no, this adaptation was true to the to the source uh, in the manga. It happened the same. Um, so I like you're saying. I still think there's story to tell. I hope that that's not forgotten about because I don't think that's something that you just kind of put in passing and use it as shock factor. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't think they should. Um, I don't mind that they do. I, I, I. like. I've heard arguments of this being like, oh, it's not okay to use that when. You know, and I've heard arguments of the other other show like uh, Ocean No Co, where they 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 had that like suicide situation. Like, right. People were like, "Oh, you can't use that stuff." And like, I, I think anything is fair in media. Like, you're allowed to touch on it because it's realistic things. Like th- these things happen. It's unfortunate, but to act like they're they're so bad that you can't put portray them in any way, I think is ridiculous. I think as long as they're done
0: respectfully, yeah. I don't. We're talking about there was a rape scene, and I mean. As long as it's portrayed as like a negative thing, which it was, yeah. I don't see a problem with it. It's not like it was done just for shock factor, and it's not like it was done just for the fact that it's like um, it was something that we could get into the show. It was actually it was a very poignant moment, and also kind of ties into the characters' issues of like self identity.
1: I yeah mean, that's the biggest and, thing and, and I think, a really
0: weird uh, granted it's probably a hard concept to just talk about generically and love without seeing the show but yeah i think
1: it i think that's the biggest thing i think it, it it conflicts the the identity that that character had because obviously he has identity issues from the beginning but um it's just it's just weird to put that at the end of the of the season right because like it doesn't give you any time to absorb it and to let. And I, I know that it's a continuing story. It's just looking at it as holistically as that one season, I just think it's a bad placement. It honestly
0: probably would have been better. I mean, I know they had to do 13 episodes, but it probably would have been better if they had just wrapped it like before meeting that guy. And then we could start the next season kind of with that and then kind of see how the character develops and i think that's part of the problem is just that you don't want to end your whole season on that note which is it just puts a sour taste in everybody's mouth yeah
1: but But i think it's a strong i like when we can mirror things in real life even if it's really ugly disturbing things because that's just how life is we have those things because it allows growth it allows for people to be able to see how that's portrayed and to i guess I don't, I don't want to stray away from those things. I also don't want to bring them to light like they're great things. They're not. I'm not saying that there's things that should be rewarded or should be celebrated, but it's just that, you know, that's the reality of life, you know. I also just don't... I mean, I guess my thing more
0: so from a story standpoint, it sure felt like the character that it happened to got over it, like, really quickly, which is kind of which was kind of weird to me. I was just like... Okay, and maybe that, again, ties into the identity issues. But I was like, man, you just kind of, like, were okay well, that's with why, like, this. Wh- like, what
1: you said and what I had said, too, like, it just needed more... I think it needs more time to breathe because I don't I don't want it to be played off that easily. And yeah. unfortunately, the way that they put it at the end of the season, we can't make that... We can't really tell if they did or not because it's done for the season. Yeah, because it
0: it's done, so you can't really come right. back to
1: it. So it, it is weird... I I think that if they continue with a season two and it does delve into this issue, I think it works. And I think if there's a season two soon, then I think that as an ender is not that bad.
0: I think if uh, not for the ending, finale. this probably would have been the top one of the season. But unfortunately, I think it is what it is. And we'll see where the sequel goes. I, yeah. I know there is a sequel already in discussion. I can't wait. So, I mean, I can't. I'm very excited. Um. Next up, Insomniacs after school. So, again, this is probably one of yours more so, Ozzy. So, do you want to just go ahead and talk about it?
1: Yeah. So this is a basic story. Um, it's your basic kind of like rom-com, slice of life situation, uh, drama as well. I guess um, it's not really huge on the comedy. It's more, but. It plays, know, it plays it more straight. It. Yeah. yeah, it plays it. It definitely plays it straight, like you said. But uh, basic uh, high school kids. Uh, these two kids happen to meet each other because they both have issues being insomniacs. That's why it's named Insomniacs after school. We did talk about this before, but basically, it's them getting to know each other and help each other because uh, they both thought that they were alone in their insomnia. But it's always nice to share situations with people and know that you're not the only person out there. Uh, and that's basically the story. It's them kind of growing as uh, friends and more and uh, also having their friends kind of interact because it is a school setting. Um, and technically the um, there is kind of the what drives the story is that they, they group they, they start a group at school, a club excuse me. Uh, it's called. They start the astrology club. No, astronomy yeah. club. Excuse me, different. Yeah. astronomy club. Uh, <laughs> astrology. And uh, kind of start taking adventures to look at astronomy. I guess uh, look at stars and take pictures because one of the main characters, or the main guy, um, what's his name, uh, Nak- Nakami. He uh, gets into taking photos. Uh, starts taking photos of the sky, of the stars, and all that stuff. And then uh, his uh, love interest slash friend Magari also gets into it just to be, tag along and just uh, get to, to get to get to know each with. other and yeah. spend time. So. Um, it, it was actually a really good story I, I thought from the beginning because it was done by leiden films who also did call of the night and as soon as i saw the promo for it i thought it looked just like call of the night it, the old vampire bas- it basically it basically is night. minus the supernatural aspect I,
0: I think it was also just more serious call of the night was had serious aspects but they were it was a little good it was played more lighthearted. yeah right? lighthearted. Like, yeah. Like, this one was definitely more serious like yeah, you said yeah yeah
1: because there were situations because like uh, so just to give some spoilers, um, the, the two characters have insomnia, but it's for actual reasons. Um, like they have had trauma. Uh, one of them has um, issues like physically and um, what's it called medically from her past. And it's caused her to not be able to really enjoy her life fully as a kid. Um, and she still experiences some issues uh, with health. Uh, so it's caused her to have anxiety, and then the main character Nakami, he has, um, I guess, like, what's it called? Not anxiety, but like um, maybe like PTSD from the fact that his mother left him and his hus- her husband, his his dad at a young age, uh, and I think he still like holds on to those feelings. So it's caused them to not want to sleep, essentially, and just um, it's them dealing with that and them kind of, you know, it's funny because they dealt with it, but. I was noticing halfway through that they got away from the insomnia thing and started more talking about the root of the problem, which was what I just talked about their you know trauma. And um, they didn't really talk about it until the end. Um, It was basically just them getting to know each other and help each other deal with things by kind of distracting themselves. In this case, it was with the club activities, uh, getting to meet new friends because Nakami was kind of like a guy who didn't really talk to people. People knew him as like the guy who just kind of slept through class.
0: I think that's a very realistic portrayal. It is. I think that's just, you know, you get friends and then... As you become friends you open up more and more and then you get into the deep, like dark innards of your soul and yeah,
1: and, yeah. and that's one thing that I really liked about this and another and the other anime this season that was more slice of life was Skip and Loafer, was that they were both very realistic. The interactions between characters and especially the supporting characters, which is not to be overlooked. The supporting characters in this were great. They were super funny, they were super like realistic, genuine and as supporting characters, they they really played a huge role. In-
0: yeah, I think I think overall it was a really good story. I just didn't like, I think it was totally based around the characters, and they were two very good and enthralling characters, and I think they bounced off each other well. But yeah, this was definitely a more serious take. I liked I like the art a lot, and I yeah, liked, I liked the I liked the tone that it set. I'm not sure that. I I wasn't like a huge fan of it all the way through cuz I knew where it was going. I was like Yeah, it's it's a it's a
1: rom- it's a it's a romance. You know where it's going and I I, I can't say I was super surprised. I, I'm glad that it ended the way it did. I will say that it does have more complex complexity to it as a manga i read i'm starting to read the manga just because when i finished the story it kept me wanting to see more but i think the way they ended the season i don't think they're going to i think that they were kind of constrained to trying to wrap it up in the first season as much as they could so i hope to see a season two but i i don't think we will unfortunately so i mean i i think it was all right where it ended i don't think it yeah i know i think it ended enough. well i think it ended great but there- i think there's so much more story to tell with them too because i, I- there's they still it's not like they resolve their issues and it's not like they're going to resolve it in one season which I'm glad they didn't yeah but I think I think we're kind of in a good romance I completely I will suggest this to anyone who wants a romance so speaking of a I don't know if I would call this a good romance Uh,
0: Gundam the Witch from what are you
1: against girl on girl romance no just
0: against like well, we met for five seconds, and now I'm going to marry you. So, yeah, all right. Well, that's...
1: it took them uh, two seasons to get married, so.
0: Yeah, but they were, like, in love with each other ever since first I beat that other guy for you, so now you must marry me. Like, okay. If that's if that's how we do things around here, I'm not going to. not what you base your marriage on. I'm not going to count that as a spoiler, because that happens in, like, the fucking first episode. But, all right, yeah. Gundam the Witch from Mer- Mercury. So, first Season we... two. Well, technically, season two. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a se- it's season two. It's literally season
0: two. It's in Crunchyroll, they count it as the same season. I don't know. But anyway,
1: no, they don't count it as a second, they count it as a second season. All right, fine, whatever. But it's a continuation. I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah, it. it's the second course
1: or whatever. All right, no, okay. it's actually a season two, it's not the second core. All right, fine. Those whatever. are two different things, man. Uh huh, sure. All right, anyway. So, Gundam, what's for Mercury? What'd you think? So they finished the story, season two. They got got it done in season two, but this is one where I think they needed a third season, or a a season two needed to be two cores. I think they needed more. Here's my thoughts on the whole
0: thing. It felt like so. First off, like the season, good story, decent Gundams. I wasn't thrilled about all the designs, but they had some good designs, Um, and I liked the characters. Now, the actual story narrative, it felt very schizophrenic. It was kind of like all... It was trying to do all these things all at once, all over the place. And a lot of them didn't land exactly because I it the pacing was off, or it took place at the wrong part in the story, or it just happened too quickly. And now I think the overarching story kind of makes sense as far as like what is actually happening and you know what the Gundam is capable of and what it does and what the villain quote-unquote villain's main goal is but that can get lost sometimes because you've got characters bouncing around doing all kinds of weird things that don't necessarily tie into the story or you're kind of like Wait, who is this guy? Where did he come from? You know, Or like, you're on Earth all of a sudden and you're dealing with a big faction of characters that you're not familiar with and you're like, oh wait, they want to do what now? Why is this important? And it's just like, the story just jumps around a lot and while I enjoyed the season and I enjoyed the action, I felt like they could have probably streamlined it. I don't know who's doing the storyboarding, but I think they could have figured out a way to kind of, like, focus or make it more based around one character. Okay, uh, I'll talk about it in the spoilers, Cause but I got a theory about, like, what the actual thing with the story was. But anyway, I I liked it. It was just a lot, and it was all over the place. So I can see why some people would not enjoy it. But as a Gundam fan, this is right up my alley because it delivered all the dumb stuff that I enjoy out of Gundam, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that's a valid take. Uh, I I guess when you said the three options, I forget whether you said it was too much or too fast or pacing or if it was just not enough time. I think it was the latter. Because I, I think... Uh, the ending was definitely not enough yeah, time. Yeah, I, I think the pacing was okay. I just think they just... It felt like there was like three episodes missing. And I, I do think that there's some characters that you said that just... Uh, that were there, but... Like, what was their purpose is what I felt like. There's at least two that I can think of that I actually enjoyed. One in season one and then one of them in the new season. But, like, the they introduced her as the, new, the two new Gundam fighters. I forgot their names. Um, one of them, unfortunately, you know, died. But the other one was around for most of the second season, but she was just kind of like a prisoner, and they didn't even show anything besides her hating on Earth, earth, earth Yeah, games. and then she and, freaks out. And, and that and was that's fine. I, I like their storyline, but it's just like that could have been shorter or that could have been an entire new season. And they chose the middle, and I just don't think it did anything for the story or for me. Yeah, so now that we're kind
0: of getting into the spoilers, I mean, I also didn't like at the end... It made sense that this would happen, but at the end the bad guy there's like a new bad guy all of a sudden he's like, I'm gonna activate this giant space laser and we're like and I was like, Oh no, they're gonna do the wait, who the
1: fuck is this? Like yeah, so yeah, that to, was um, like so <laughs> It's it and I think that as much as I, I love the ending because it was a happy ending, I think the reason that they had to bring that guy in is because they wanted a happy ending. Because they could because to have that happy ending, they couldn't have The real villain, who was not that guy, actually lose. She had to like concede, and And, everything be okay. But they still wanted a a final battle, and they had to have a final battle. Something that had some like actual gravitas to it, and they're like, "Let's bring in a fucking massive laser." I will say, I'm not discounting
0: it for this because Gundam always has random bullshit. I love the random bullshit magic where it's just like. I can summon the dead now and everything's fixed. And <laughs> it's just like, alright, cool. Well, or, this or the fact it. that fact, it's like, oh
1: yeah, all these Gundams they fought <laughs> each other. It's like, oh well, now they're disappearing. And yeah. It's like, no, well, what the fuck? They're, they're like, oh. They yeah. just turned to dust. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah,
0: magic magic fairy dust. So so here's my theory. This is I don't know if this is true or not. I feel like originally when this story was pitched, the main character was Gul, G'ul or however you pronounce yeah, his name. Gul. Yeah. And that he was the one who was actually supposed to go on the story arc from being kind of an asshole to being, like, a nice guy and then, like, resolving all this. But I think they wanted to kind of add a twist on it and add a character, obviously the female character aspect, which, is again, fine with that. Um, But I think they added a twist to it, so when they changed that, they actually changed his narrative and kind of throw it over. Because if I look at the actual story... Ghoul's the only one who goes through, like, a full arc, it seems like. Minorin doesn't go through an arc. She's basically the same character she is at the start as She Min. is, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Saletta doesn't really go through anything other than maybe being more confident.
1: Well, no, um, she, I, I, I will say she does go through something, and that's through the help of Miurane. She, I mean, she actually learns to say no to her mother, because at the end, she finally says, because she was essentially, quote-unquote, brainwashed. She connected to this Gundam like it was her life, because in a quote-unquote, it was her life. Yes, she basically gained independence. by, you know, Murone just kind of like having her be abandoned by her Gundam and her mom, it helped her grow. So I do think that she did grow. I I don't disagree with Murone not necessarily growing a lot. She did step up in like trying to be a president and trying to be more involved with politically. And I don't think it necessarily really did change her. But I mean, you're not wrong. I do think that Ghoul had the best arc out of all of them, which yeah. it's another it's another highlight of this series of, of the entire series. Yeah. Well, you know, the side characters were actually enjoyable. Like I I do remember the side characters in this Gundam series more than I think I do in any other one. Well, f- it's fresh. I mean, but.
0: I remember Gundam Wing. I remember G Gundam. But anyway, yeah. I yeah, honestly, all the old Gundam series are the ones that stand out to me. But I again, I I think. When you're schizophrenic, it's like some of when you're just hitting everything, you're just throwing your darts at everything. Some of them work, and like that storyline worked. I think a lot of the kind of general ideas worked. Um, I I just was kind of like, if it had been more focused, I think it would have been a more memorable story. Because my takeaway from it was, yeah, was like, yeah, it was a good Gundam series, and I'll probably not think about it too hard again in the future. Quick question, though. What was your favorite Gundam out of the series? Because I think mine was the one that the ghoul, uh,
1: Ghoul's Brother piloted. Yeah, that one. That The, um... It's like a samurai-looking one.
0: Yeah, the one it with was the cool. three, like, I didn't like the colors, but
1: it, it, it had the coolest,
0: like, setup. I did not like the witch or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. The, 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 Where she's
1: riding a fucking broomstick. Yo, I, was I thought like, that little... was cool, though. I like the broomstick I, part. I, I but like... I did not like... Again, it, it was supposed to be, like, a base, like, initial model, so it didn't have colors. I like colors on Gundams. And the only one that I really enjoyed and that I that, like, I was like, that is, like... A Gundam that I will remember is the original her original uh, aerial Gundam okay well that's fair because it got upgraded and it didn't look as good and then she got it stolen and then she had the broom one the and I yeah. didn't like that one and then you had the witch and then you had the samurai one I wasn't it was fine it was the badass it was the most badass of all of them because it had all these like attachments and it had these like cool samurai swords and then there was the other one that I think um Ella, Aaron this, used yeah yes. Yeah, and that one—that one was pretty generic and kind of boring. It didn't look like a Gundam. It just kind of looked. It honestly looked like the. Uh, it looked like the mechs from. Um, uh, what's it called? Oh gosh, I can't believe I'm forgetting this. From the guy with the, the eye. Oh my god.
0: No idea. I have totally the guy who lost.
1: commands Lelouch. Uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, from Code Geass. Code Geass. And
0: to be fair, they were trying to get some of their ideas from Code Geass, but even the. Designs there, I felt were smoother than what I saw in this show for the most part. It just felt like a lot of them were not well thought out or like not very creative, I guess. Rather, mm. a lot of it just came down to like we put drones on it, and I'm like, well, that's yeah, they were out of the drones
1: thing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I think it was a solid uh, Gundam uh, series. I definitely recommend this, and I think it's evident that people really enjoyed it because it's it, it kind of put Gundam back on the map. Uh, I like the take. I like that they kind of made like a more fresh, more uh, approachable Gundam. Um, Because I think Gundam kind of stayed in its lane for the longest time. It's like, hey, you know, this is our stories; We're going to stick with that. But this one was one where they like, hey, we're kind of trying to appeal a little bit more to the masses. You can sometimes have success with that. And I think they did have success with this in general.
0: I liked it. I just was kind of like... I was kind of hoping for a more direct story. I like it. definitely doesn't it. have its, it definitely has its flaws, but All right. Well, talking about a more direct story,
1: Skip it's Skip and Loafer, right? Yeah. I read different places say Skip and and Skip 2, but uh, I think it's technically called Skip and Loafer so, on my anime list.
0: So, I'll just be straight with you. I mean, I started this series, but I kind of fell off the train, so if you want to talk about this, go ahead. Yeah. We, it's definitely got your vibe to it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a quick one. Uh, it's kind of like Insomniacs, where it's it plays it straight. Um, it's another kind of slice of life drama. Um, it's a high school setting with uh, our main character, who is a character that is born in a very rural area of Japan, and she's moving to a very uh, to a very like uh, metropolitan area because she wants to go to school and become like a future leader of Japan. So our, our main character, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Iwaka, Iwakura, uh, her last name. Um, you know, she's like this upbeat, like kind of naive girl who comes to the city, meets a bunch of city folk, and you know she makes friend with this guy whose whose name is Sosuke, who's the other main character. Who you can tell has a past, but seems to be kind of low key. Um, I think we
0: said this on a previous one, but she was basically like. Tina, and then I think that was where it lost me was she stopped being Tina. But
1: anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had like Tina moments for sure. But anyway, it's just them kind of like being friends, and I kind of liked it because it was just people interacting, having another one where they had very genuine interactions, very real moments. You know, not none of this like, oh, they had an understanding and they're going to not talk for three episodes. It's like, oh, they have an understanding, and they figure it out in that episode because they just talk like normal humans do. And the this is one just like uh insomniacs where the supporting cast i think the supporting cast is even better in this one is uh kind of brings up every episode because they're funny they allow for real moments they have their own issues that they all have to kind of go through or maybe like actually talk to they're not just there to support honestly a lot of them felt like they had their own moment like main characters and i really enjoyed all all the main character, all the side characters uh, I like the design of peop- of the uh, the the characters and the setting. It had a very soft feel, kind of look to it, reminded me a lot of like um, what's it called? Um, do it yourself. Very soft, very colorful, um, and yeah, I mean, a lot of the interactions, like I said, were genuine. So it it definitely made me feel nice and you know heartfelt, very warm watching this. Uh, and every day, I just kind of look forward to it. Uh, I didn't have a major romance feel to it. Uh, there is an underlying romance, but they're not pushing it a lot, and I kind of like that. Um, so, good stuff. Uh, I definitely recommend it for anyone who's looking for like a slice of life, um, just kind of uh, straightforward uh, show. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think it was a good, I think it was a cute story, and I think it was definitely the slice of life of the season. I liked, I liked the vibe. I just am not as into those shows as you are, so, but I definitely get it, um, One that we were both into, and probably my top one of the season. I don't know if this was if you agree, but Vinland Saga season two. See, I do know what season two is. That is a season two. (laughs) Yes. Um. So, Vinland Saga, for those unaware, is basically following the story of Vikings, Um, in particular uh, the Vikings that will eventually discover North America. I think that's kind of like stated early on, so again, not worried about spoilers on that one. Uh, but yeah, what we walked into this one coming off season one where the character the main character had been enslaved and now we get to watch him kinda deal with I, I guess losing his goals and losing his uh, freedom. And
1: honestly it was fucking mind blowing. Uh go ahead, Ozzy. Yeah, I mean I don't think we'd have to go too much into it because I think it's a consensus that this is probably one of the best animes in a while. Um, this is definitely the, se- the my favorite anime of the se- of the season. Um, it just doesn't disappoint. It's just and it's 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 a, it's a rare thing where you can have two completely different seasons and it just still delivers because season one was action filled, a bunch of angst. Our main character Thorfinn had like a bunch of drive about wanting to kill Ascalon, and that was it. I mean, it was a bunch of fighting, a bunch of you know you know, high-stress situations, and then you get to this season, which is essentially, you know, farm simulator and and slave simulator, and you still have moments that hit you, that impact you. You still have fights, but very little in comparison. But even the fights that were shown here had a lot of impact, were drawn, were animated well, and uh, it's just I didn't have a moment where I just I didn't feel some kind of, like, emotion, right? Whether it was, like, like, we, this is awesome. This is sad. This is, like, this makes me angry. Like, it, it, it was such an, uh, emotion-filled season.
0: We talked earlier about how MAPPA didn't deliver on Hell's Paradise. This is why? This is where, I guess, the budget was going. Uh, this in a little show that we're going to talk about in a second. But, yeah, the music was amazing. Oh, the music The art is, is- was great. The character development was spot on. I mean, I liked everything about this show. And it was decently, decently historically accurate. I mean... <laughs>
1: I, I, wouldn't get, I
0: wouldn't get too crazy about it. But yeah, some of the stuff that, that happened at the end of the season actually happened in real life. So that's kind of fascinating.
1: Well, yeah, and that, that, that is pretty cool. And that's kind of why I started watching it because it, it's nice to see this, these – I know it's not going to be completely realistic. But it's nice to see these moments where it's like, ah, that actually happened, right? So uh, it's cool to see that. Um, the biggest thing from this season is I, I love the reunions that we got. Right, um, you had these reunions between Thorfinn and Canute. You had yeah. the reunion with Thorfinn and Eric Ericson, and it was just it was it was so fulfilling by the end of the season. Yeah, I I really dug it, and I think it deserves
0: its place. I'm not even gonna spoil it because all the whole season was very good. But I I liked this whole series a bunch, and I can't wait for season three now um next up we got demon slayer demon
1: Uh, slayer yeah demon this is another one that i don't know that we have a lot to say about no i mean it's another one that everyone knows about everyone has expectations everyone will be watching so demon slayer swordsmith village um yeah it's a continuation um leaving off after watching uh what was the other one uh the oh crap the entertainment district yeah village um but yeah so it's, it's it's essentially just more, right? It's just we're in a new setting, which is the Swordsmith Village, but now you have more Hashiras. You have two Hashiras. Now you have more characters. You, uh, not Well, Yeah, two Hashiras. You have two uh, demons as well. Uh, you have two more Hashiras. You have more characters. Um, and honestly, I was excited for this season. I did enjoy the season, but I think that it was a little lackluster in moments. Um, I wasn't as impressed with the fights, and I wasn't as impressed with the... Sound the the Hashiras here. And it's interesting because I like these two Hashiras more than the Sound Hashira, but I wasn't as impressed. But I think... I I attribute it to the fact that the Sound Hashira fought for his life. Not that they're not fighting for his life, but the Sound Hashira essentially retired after that last fight.
0: Yeah, I think the Sound Hashira put more on the line, and I think it felt more... I guess this is the other problem, is that the demons they were fighting... Were more passive, whereas the demon that the Sound of was fighting, they were constantly trading like back and forth. Whereas the demons that we watched this season were more like, "I'm gonna trick you, and I'm gonna stab you, and I'm gonna like hold off, and or oh, you can't kill these bodies because the main body is like over there." That's somewhere. true. There's there's more distraction. Yeah. There's so, more like yeah. So the game becomes less of like okay, these two are trading back and forth. Can one kill the other? And more like, okay, they got to figure out
1: how to actually deal with Yeah, like, oh, wait, we, we, we fixed this puzzle or we solved yeah, this solve puzzle. This and puzzle. We go. So, and yeah, we this puzzle. And yet you're right. And But I also wanted to finish that. Uh, it's, uh, like you said, the sound Hashira put more on the line, but these two Hashiras, the Love and the, is it the Mist Hashira? Missed. yeah, Mist. They have their moment. They'll get their moment. It's just not here. Yeah, I think it it hits differently, and I think that's what I realized afterwards. I'm like, their fights were okay, but because they didn't put on the line like the sound of Shira did, it just didn't hit me the same. Yeah, I think it's also like, and I'll just
0: be completely honest, maybe I'm just getting a little burnt out of the whole story, because it is the same thing over and over and over again. It's like, you get a new location, something you need to do something, there's some funny parts, and then it's just like straight action. Straight action.
1: They, They try to make you feel bad about the demon they end up finding a way to f- beat him someone yeah. almost dies It it is, it is copy yeah. pasta but um, it's a good continue formula. what you're saying yeah no, it's, I mean, a, it's a good there's formula. nothing wrong with that but continue what you were saying yeah, about I, the place I
0: think I mean I'm just a little yeah I'm just a little tired of the kind of the whole concept and I think part of it is also and I think MAPPA is too because uh, like they recycled a lot well, this of the is UFO, this is UFO table Oh, sorry, uh, UFO table. I'm sorry. I thought it was Mappa. Uh, they, uh, yeah, I think they're tired of it too because they kind of like were lackluster on the animation. They recycled some of it. There was, don't get me wrong, there was some fantastic animation, especially at the end, and there were some twists at the end that were kind of made the series worthwhile for everybody. But generally speaking, like a lot of the like early fights were just standstill. How do I describe it? Like. Yeah, like, kind of so, like they do the action and then they're kind of talking over
1: them standing still like i don't know that's it just wasn't as impressive yeah i mean you're it was, right it wasn't as impressive I, I re-watched a couple of those fights and yeah it was it was very very bland i think in comparison very close-up shots not a lot of detail um it later got better i will say by, by the end of it once it was like the finale they had their their moments and they really invested in the last episode i would tell you what that last episode was gorgeous oh yeah it looked right i mean they they make it up somehow um but you know it it just i think it's i think it fell short of every other season in in demon slayer and that's fine you're going to have your season that's just not as good as the others And I'm not sitting here being like, I'm done with Demon Slayer. I'm not burnt out, and I'm not saying that this is a bad season. It's just I could easily say this is my least favorite.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for the next season because I do think it gets more intense. But, yeah, this one, I don't know. It didn't deliver like the previous ones had. Um, So, anyway, last up for our recap. So, Oshinoko, uh,
1: (laughs) do you want to go on this one or should I start? I'll just give it real quick uh and then you can talk about it a little bit more i i didn't finish it but um i liked it uh, i think this is the most hype one of the season I, I across the board i feel like everyone was really behind this among uh, uh, this anime and i can see why it had its high points i think it's an interesting story i will say that um i like the animation i like the some of the characters um and you know i like the op it's probably my favorite op of the season um but it just i don't know why it just did not resonate with me as much it just wasn't up my alley uh i don't know if it's i know i don't like the main character as much i think he's a little cringy edge lordy. i know he has his reasons but it still just doesn't come off as as, is cool to me um i love the comedy in it every now and then um what's what's the side character's name the girl with red hair oh my god um she's an she's hilarious uh like yeah Kana, um, the one that ends up being in a group with Ruby, I actually liked their interactions. It was hilarious. I liked watching them from episode to episode, and I started liking it a little bit more once it started getting into the more like uh, behind the scenes of the studio, of like the en- entertainment industry. Uh, but it still just it never like hooked me. I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, it's hard for me to describe because. for all intents and purposes there's a lot for me to like about this series and you know I I also stopped because I lost my high dive description and I didn't feel like re-upping which was probably a mistake on my part but uh, I think part of it is just that like for me minor spoilers I guess for the movie that you have to watch for the first episode um, the main characters initially are so endearing but it's kind of like a weird tone shift when you get like, okay, we're not actually doing it about these characters. You're actually looking at these two new characters. And it's just like, okay, but why do I care about why them? Why do you care? Okay, yeah. yes. Yeah.
1: That's something that I also had, I had a hard time doing. Like, why do I even care about Ruby and, and um, what's his name? Aqua. And frankly, I
0: mean, even though we kind of get introduced to quote-unquote Aqua before he gets reincarnated, again, minor spoilers, it's like, Aqua as a reincarnated character actually feels and acts very different from his original character. Yeah, and that and that and I was kind of like know, it's another
1: complaint too. Yeah,
0: I'm like why what why did you do this and why do I care about you now? You're kind of a I don't want to say a jerk, but he kind of is like in a weird way. I know it's part of because of the industry he's in, but he almost comes off as a smug smartass and I'm like I don't I don't like you as much as I did before, honestly.
1: And and that's what and that's another thing like <laughs> my least favorite character is the main character. Like Aqua is my least favorite character. Everyone else I enjoyed watching; they were funny. But like Aqua, whenever he's actually himself, like I just dislike. I'm just like, all right, I get it. You're trying to find your the murder. We get it. It's like I know that's your thing, but like, do you have to be so edgy? To me, it just comes off. Yeah. It just doesn't resonate with
0: me. I, I think part of it is also the story slows down because I guess the again the kind of like kind of like with. Um, Maybe hell's paradise. The overarching story is we're trying to find their parents' murder, their mother's murderer. But really, in between that, you're just dealing with a bunch of like star business, kind of BS. And that's great because I find that stuff interesting. But it does detract from the story where it's basically like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing this. Uh, We're not doing that anymore. We're doing this. And it's like, okay, what? Where? Where is the narrative? And you know, don't get me wrong. It's clearly a lot of people enjoy this show and I think it's got a lot of interesting stuff, especially about the star industry and about the pop idol industry and all these cool things. It's just not for me personally, and I I think That's that's okay. I think that's kind of like the same thing with Gundam where it's just like... I get that the story overall is good. I just feel like it's not as maybe cohesive as it could be, but... I don't know. I also
1: read the manga, so maybe that's like hey, I've seen this before. <laughs> and I don't disagree. I think that I think it's good. I, I recognize that it's good. It's done well. I appreciate the love that they put into this anime and the adaptation. Um, and I I enjoyed watching it, but it just it doesn't resonate with me at all. It is it's not something that I'm like I'm going I would rec- well I would probably recommend this because I know that it's good, but it's not something that if someone said, "Hey, you know, did you really enjoy this?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was fine, you know, it was good." It wasn't something that would be like, "Oh yeah, man, that, that Oshinoko Ocean no was awesome to me."
0: Yeah, I think uh, also I just I really pissed me off that they made me watch a fucking movie to start the season. <laughs> uh, but apparently that's becoming a trend because I saw it is I saw the, one of the anime that I'm really looking forward to being adapted uh, from a manga has got, like, a two-hour intro now. And I'm like, good lord. Oh I didn't want to watch a Martin Scorsese movie for the first episode. Hell
1: yeah, brother. Uh, anyway,
0: all right. So that's our spring season. I'm sure there was more that we probably didn't cover, but those were, I think, the big ones. And Those were the
1: big ones, and I still think it was a solid season. Like, I, I – I, this is probably – I mean, it's – it looks even better because spring season, I thought, or winter season was really lackluster to me, but th- this season hit it out of bounds, I think. Um, it wasn't anything like amazing, but I think across the board, it's like an eight, like just good, awesome.
0: Yeah, to me. So, with all that said, we got to get right into the summer season because it's already started. Yeah, we're already us. there. Yeah. So, going into some of the series that are returning. Um, well, first off, Duga Death has got a season two. So Duga Death and the Big Titty Maid. Hey, let's I don't go, know, boys! If you remember us all talking sub-band. about that one?
1: I don't think people can forget. That's the one that was done with three D animation. People were kind of like, "eh," about it, but it's a cute story. Uh, yeah. It's a continuation of that. She still has big titties. She didn't get a reduction, so Cle- clear, all the boys are happy.
0: Yeah, clearly some people liked it because it got a second season. I don't even know if we're really gonna watch this one because it's. If it's anything like the manga, it's copy paste, copy paste, copy paste comedy, but which is not bad. It's just we've got other things we gotta
1: focus. Yeah. On. So. A,
0: All right. Next up, Bungo Stray Dogs is this yep. season season five. Five. Okay. So
1: that's continuing. Not one I watch, but figured I'd bring it up. Uh, people really, really like that one. Uh, it is one that I thought about looking into, but we're season we're five seasons in. Um, Eminence and Sa- Shadows season two. Yes. Good season God, two. Man. People really love this. It's not good, but people really love this season. They one. just love how stupid the main and character is. And maybe that's is. what it is. But they love it for the fucking memes. That's what it is. Maybe it is. But Season 2 is back. So it's coming back. So congratulations you guys. You guys get your filth. All right. Um, Rent a Girlfriend Season 3. Uh, that's one that people really really enjoy. Talk about loving it for the memes. God. <laughs> so Rent a Girlfriend's coming back. Uh, that's not one that I watch. Uh, if I had the multitude girlfriend option, I I perf- I preference. My preference is Girlfriend Ex-Girlfriend, which comes back next next season. So uh, if you're into that one, that one comes out next season.
0: Yeah, so I don't think we're watching any of those. Our first one that's coming back that we are actually going to watch, Mushuko Tensei or Jobless Reincarnation. The
1: only good isekai. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The only only Aussie-approved isekai. Yeah, that's got the Aussie approval stamp, for sure. That one's uh, stamping all over. So, this one comes back and I think, I've already watched the first episode, although it might be episode zero, and I like the direction it's heading in, and Honestly, the action is off to a good start, too. Obviously, you can't just go into the season and have, like, bang-boom action, but I was very impressed with kind of how it was done, where the art ex- the art and the technique kind of blow you away, but
1: the fight itself was not very complex, so I quite enjoyed but that. That's a th- it doesn't have to be con- Well, it, it can be sometimes, but, like, that's why I like this show, because even the little things are done so well. Like, it looks good. It flows well. The animation's amazing, and and the, the music's also great. Like this is this is it. This is they've still got a little bit of that pervy attitude too. I just love it so, though, that love. I, and yeah. that's completely fine. I love it, and I I can't wait to continue watching this. They're bringing back some major characters, and I'm I'm excited to see where they end up at the end of the season.
0: Gotcha. And then another one.
1: Uh, yeah, I've never heard of this one, man. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Uh, yeah, no, this is one that's been heavily anticipated. Uh, obviously Jujutsu Kaisen season one was, you know, kind of universally acclaimed as a, you know, wonderful shonen, Um, and everyone's excited for season two. Uh, it's kind of continuing the story. Uh, well, it, no, it's telling the story of the movie, I think. So this is kind of a prequel of the it, story.
0: At least that's where it's going to start. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If that's it could continue. It's gonna yeah. But
1: I think it, I think it's essentially a prequel. So it's exciting because it's not a continuation. It's nice to get a fresh breath of air, a fresh breath of air. And uh, I will say that the animation is nice and fresh because it's a little different. And uh, I know people were kind of, not complaining, but kind of bringing that up because it's so jarring in comparison to season one. But I think it looks great just from the teasers and just from the opening that I've seen.
0: I did watch the first episode. They do have some clean fight scenes and they got some clean action scenes. That's what they're always good They have not slowed down Mappa Again, they were
1: saving their uh, their juices for this. Yeah,
0: apparently. Um, (laughs) Next up. Uh, we got bleach. Well then, what? What is to be said that hasn't already been said? I don't it's know. It's more swag.
1: It's more if they, can,
0: if they can deliver half the swag they delivered in the previous like season, they're fine. Uh, holy shit! I'm I'm still gonna be like blown away because yeah,
1: because I'm sure it'll still be movie quality animation, mm-hmm. right? And it it's just going to continue like it's, it's more of good stuff um i really enjoyed season one i can't wait to see what they do in season two yeah it's just coming up here from the past being like y'all fucking got about yeah. Dre. y'all, y'all forgot yeah, about exactly. dre. y'all forgot about dre put right. some respect on my name <laughs> so
0: anyway all right now we move into what we're talking about with the new episodes first off we've got dark gathering um so this one I actually did read as a manga. I thought it was oh, yeah. fascinating, but it kind of hit some weird hiatuses, so I kind of haven't followed up on it. But, uh, yeah, it's like a horror-styled
1: yeah, anime. Do you want to talk about it, Ozzy? Uh, I mean, this is the one that I brought up because it is horror. Uh, I'm always intrigued in just different genres to see like how it's adapt, uh, you know, adapted into an anime. Uh, but uh, it's basically a guy who who, the main character who hates ghosts, um and he has an uh, unfortunately he has an attraction to ghost um he has incidents with ghost and he tries to keep stay away from him and becomes a shut-in because he's dealing with him he essentially ends up befriending this girl that he ends up becoming a tutor for who is you know also kind of like him into ghost and has an affinity to attractions to ghosts. but she actually gets along with them um so I guess it's just kind of a bunch of ghost, extra, you know, uh, supernatural stuff, and uh, they say it's horror, so I'm interested to see what horror. Well, horror. I
0: believe there is some dark themes going on, and Sweet. I don't want to—I don't want to spoil, but the, both the main character and the surrounding characters are quite fascinating. So,
1: well, I did like the look of the art. Uh, it's being done by uh, the producers are OLM, who are pretty pretty big. Uh, OLM are known for, uh, Summertime Render, which is a big anime from last year. They're known for Komisan. They're known for Odd Taxi in Nagatoro. So, really big animes. I'm hoping that they knock it out with this one.
0: Yeah, I, I am, I have high hopes for this one, honestly. Is it on, uh, High Dive, I guess? Uh, I am not entirely sure. Guess I'm I'm gonna gonna have to fucking get High Dive again. Yep,
1: I have High Dive.
0: Alright, well, good for you. Alright, uh, Next up, this one I can't say I've really heard of. The masterful cat is depressed again today, <laughs> so which is just I,
1: such a great title. It is. It is a wonderful title. Um, I actually saw this thanks to uh, I think it was a right? YouTuber. Uh Gagook, sorry, Uh He he brought it up, but it's literally an everyday show about this lady who takes in a cat, a stray cat, when it was a little kitten and as it grew it turned out to be a 6 foot that 6 foot cat that can stand on its heel on its uh, hind legs and it does uh housework so that's it it's basically that <laughs> it's so ridiculous i i kind of want to watch it and that's if the i was allergic to cats i would be quite oh is that what that it concept. is okay yeah. well i just i just it's so ridiculous it's the only reason i want to
0: watch it that sounds fucking hilarious though and it sounds right up your alley so i i am all for hearing I guess about them. call them
1: an alley cat
0: I, I I am not probably not going to watch it, but I am curious to hear what you will say about it later on this season. Next up, uh, sin is it? Sinuality Noir? Yeah, Sinuality. Yeah, Sinduality Noir. Apocalyptic world. Here's what you have written: Apocalyptic world. The last of the humans head underground where they learn to live with AI, visuals are interesting, plus mechs.
1: Um, That's literally it, man. No, I, I look at the, the promo for it, and it looks interesting. Uh, its uh, Producers are Bandai Namco and uh, Bandai... Uh, also,
0: we're making this to sell fucking toys. Is exactly. That
1: so I was like, you know what? This could be interesting. Uh, it's done by 8-Bit, who has done uh, things like um, the slime, um, Blue Lock, and uh, the next Summit series. So uh, pretty solid uh, repertoire there. Uh, I'm just interested. I have no un- no understanding of this, and uh, we'll see where it goes. It sounds
0: vaguely interesting. It also sounds very reminiscent of like quite a few shows I'm familiar with. Uh, even uh, I think this is a pretty common theme, and I'm curious which direction they're going to take it. I assume with the name... Noir It's going to be very serious I was kind of hoping for more comedy But we'll see what happens Yeah we'll see Alright so That's kind of an interesting One I'm going to put those on kind of the maybe category Yeah those
1: are all kind of maybes We'll see how that goes Um, But uh, the next one that you uh, I think that you have put on here Is uh, Undead Girl Murder Farce And uh, you are the one that brought this up, and when I watched the teaser, I was sold, Um, mainly because, you know, the headless lady. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, again, another one with a
0: title that just doesn't quit. Um, Oh, my God. Uh, So...
1: (laughs) You want to tell us what it's about a little bit? So,
0: in this alternate timeline um, that is apparently also a fantasy timeline, westernization of uh, Japan led to... This mass culling of uh, what are they called yokai or demons and monsters? So nowadays, like humans, are just catching these monsters and basically having them fight in pits for their entertainment and doing all these other things. So our main character is, I think, trying to remember exactly. He's got something that's like half monster or he's cursed. I don't remember. And he's kind of just fighting in the pits. And then one day, this head basically finds him, uh, who is being ah. carried around by a maid. And is like, hey, do you want to help me find my body and find my killer? And uh, my quote-unquote killer. And I will give you a extended lifespan if you do so. Um, and from there, the story kicks off. And frankly, the first episode came out, and I watched it because that name is just ridiculous. And... Frankly, so the same I reason I'm watching the I have no idea where this story is going to go because I just kind of was like, this is just one of those stories where you just kind of take everything at face value and you're like, yeah, head, okay, guy, killing demons, all right, sure. I'm in. What, 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 what's next? Let's go. <laughs> you, you got me sold. Yeah, so I, again, this is another one where I'm like, I got to see where the fuck this thing goes. Yeah, for sure. Um. I don't know if I will watch it all season, but man, it is off to a good start. We're definitely going to try.
1: It, for sure. <laughs> We're <laughs> off to I'm a good to start. It.
0: Um next up, okay, this
1: this fucking guy. Uh do you want me to just like go on a rant here or what? <laughs> I just <laughs> kind of give us a summary because I think this is this this one's intriguing.
0: All right. So, Helk, um I've got high expectations for this. This was a based off a of manga that came out in 2014. And finished up in 2017. So okay. it's been kind of sitting on the shelf for a while. Um, the manga plot... Fuck, Ozzy, you read it. Do you want to say what the general
1: plot is without giving any spoilers? Uh, I mean, I guess... Yeah, I did read it. It Basically, uh, there is he lives in a world where they're trying to find a new demon king. Is that right? Is that what it was? He is... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he is a human who is competing to become the next demon king. Yeah. And he is a human who hates humans. He is a he
0: is the human hero who allegedly slayed the last Demon King, but now they're having a competition oh, so to select... No, I said allegedly. Oh, sorry about sp- potential spoilers. Anyway, so they're they having a competition to select the next Demon King, and he's just like, I'm in. And fucking everybody loves him, and there's this like, investigator who's like, who the fuck is this guy? He's like, no, it's cool. He hates humans. They're like, oh. Nah, this is... It's so... It, it, it's, it's so bizarre. bizarre.
1: <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, it looks interesting. The The main, like, promo for it is just... I guess that's him, Hulk, and he just looks like this big, jovial guy, and uh, I'm interested to see what they're doing. I, I will say, part of what I loved about
0: the original series is the art is so totally different from what you would expect from a generic anime. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I hope... They deliver, because this is also the same group that did uh, Rokudo's Bad Girls, and that was kind of a iffy one for us on the art. But the way this guy is drawn, and the way a lot of the other characters are drawn, is very unique from, I would say, most characters I'm used to seeing in anime. Um, I'm hoping it has good things. The one thing I will say, like, expect a lot of curveballs, because this one is a ride, for sure. Uh, but I fucking loved this story when it came out, and... I got high expectations.
1: We'll see what we'll see what happens. All right. All right, yeah. uh, our next one uh, that we have on the list for the hype is The Girl I Liked Lost Her Glasses. I definitely have heard a little bit about this. I don't know anything about it, but I do know that people around you know the subreddits and forums have been hyping this one up, and I think this is your pick here. Um, but uh, tell us a little bit about this one. So I added this one is just kind
0: of like my slice of life cutesy one for oh, the season. Okay.
1: It's pretty
0: straightforward kid in his class has a crush on a girl she you know is very studious and all this and is always wearing glasses well one day she forgets her glasses and she kind of becomes a ditz because she can't see anything that's going on without her glasses and so she has to rely on kumura who is the guy sitting next to her that has a crush on her and you know cuteness and comedy ensue and I did watch the first episode. I like the art styling because it kind of goes from this crisp, clear kind of thing to also having these weird angles that make you uncomfortable and feel like shut in or zoomed out or zoomed in probably a little too much, which I kind of feel like reflects. I don't know if they did that intentionally, but it does reflect the idea of like, you know, without glasses, it really fucks with your perception. So, I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, honestly, this is probably another one that I won't finish all the way watching, but it seems cute. It's upbeat. I mean, what else do you need? It's just kind of like, makes sugar, gives you diabetes.
1: All right. Anyway. Cool. Uh, yeah. Now, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely have to take a look into that one. Um, I don't have my rom-com this one. I don't have my rom-com this season at the moment. So. I was
0: actually surprised. There's yeah. More.
1: I mean, I think I got a decent amount last season, so we'll see. But... Um, now, this one is one that we're both interested in because uh, some of you listeners might remember we actually read this manga uh, before. It's the uh, uh, it's the 100 Things to Do in a Zombie Apocalypse, or the way it's worded is ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. And yeah, this is one that we read where this, uh, this guy who is tired of working, who's been a slave to his job wakes up one day in, in a zombie world where everyone's converted into zombies, and he is the happiest man alive because he is so glad that he doesn't he have to go to work. doesn't have to go to work. He's like, fuck yeah, we got zombies, but well, you know what? At the end of the day, I don't have to go to work. But essentially, he, um, you know, he finds his friends, finds a couple other people, and he has a bucket list that he wants to do now that he has a fun life, quote-unquote, a life that he can lead where he can do all the things he wants to do now instead of having to work. Yeah, and I think it kind of like, you undersell it a little bit because
0: I mean, I, obviously, any of us can like relate to not wanting to go to work some days. This is like a black company, which is known kind of discriminatory, honestly. But anyway, it's known overseas as like a terminol as a terminology for like a company where they basically work you to death, like, and you're just there twenty hours a day trying to get things done. So to him, anything outside of that is like holy shit, this is the best day of my life. So he creates, you know, like you said, he creates the bucket list, and he's trying to do everything on it. And you just kind of reach out with the characters. You kind of relate to... A the insanity of the concept B a character just not wanting to be in his job not really being a hero just being happy to not have to go to work. Dude that this day. might
1: be your anime. <laughs> yeah. Year. I mean I, I, the way you've been talking about work this might be super relatable. Oh you? my god. <laughs> yeah, like, When is a zombie apocalypse going to happen? Yeah, come and Do I save have me. to go to Sanford. Yeah, right. Like when when
0: are things just going to wrap up when <laughs> then never have to deal with that stuff again. But yeah, I mean I, uh, we have a lot to see as far as the art and as far as the actual action or whatever we want yeah talk. it is
1: a new studio so there's that, that that I'm not saying I'm worried but yeah there's a lot to see with this one you know
0: yeah but I'm cautiously optimistic because we both really enjoyed the manga so if nothing else the story is in place so
1: all right and then our last one uh, which you know this one's kind of a, uh, um, a surprise. To me, at least, is the Rurouni Kenshin redo. Um, it's just Rurouni Kenshin, um, but essentially a, uh, what's it called? Um not a redo, but uh, yeah, reboot. It's, uh, reboot, reboot. kind of like in the style of *Trigun* that just had their reboot last uh, last season. Not two the art, seasons ago. Not the art style, but yeah, the general. No, the vibe. The, yeah. yeah, the vibe. Um, you know, I guess Kenshin is getting its own, um, and it's being done by Leiden Films, who's like we talked about him earlier. Did *Insomniacs* after uh, *School Call of the Night*, Tokyo Revengers. Pretty good stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I think this is something that we'd like to just kind of watch. And I know Logan had talked about maybe doing a compare and contrast because obviously there's an original. We could look at both. And I like when you have re kind of like reboots or takes on originals that you know it might help garner some a bigger audience because the animation's newer, cleaner. We'll have to see. I don't know anything about it. I know about Ruining Kenshin*. I know that it's universally really you know accepted as a solid anime. Um, And, you know, this will definitely be one I watch now because I never got around to watching the original and I always wanted to. It's just, uh, you know, maybe now with up-to-date animations, you know, it it might be more my speed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've already watched the first episode. There's definitely some differences that are, I would say, relatively minor. But I am curious to see it, as always, where they will go and what this will turn into. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because we're probably going to save it for watching uh, for a different episode where we're just going to compare and contrast like Ozzy said. But for the moment, I mean, I I kind of am enjoying having a reboot of something I watched in my childhood and just having something I can go back to. Because it's not like Trigun where they changed. They went with kind of like a different story compared to the original Mm -hmm. anime. This is just the same anime, just revamped the art and then changed. Some minor things within the actual story, but yeah. you know, I'm I'm curious to see where uh, I'm hoping that it kind of continues to deliver. So we'll see. Um, and that's it for our anime of the season uh, or the hype for anime summer. So, let us know if you got any an- other anime we want you want us to talk about, and those are the ones we'll be checking out in the future. And that brings us to our manga. So. Manga
1: time. Um, after we've spent an hour, almost an hour and 20 minutes on anime, uh, we can talk a little bit about our manga. Um, Logan, you uh, gave us a suggestion of uh, a manga who is re- which is relatively young. Um, it actually only has maybe like 10 to 11 chapters. Uh, it's called Beat in Motion. Yes. And... Um, Frankly, I think it should have more chapters than that, but I believe the
0: artist has had some health issues or something, so it's been on and off hiatus. But I
1: got This sucker is really young, and I believe it's already got an anime adaptation. I, when I was looking it up, yeah, it looks like Netflix already acquired the rights to make the anime adaptation. I, I don't necessarily know when it'll come out, but it was announced at the end of last year, so about <laughs> seven months ago. Is that they would take on that and stream it Netflix? We'll see because I just owning
0: the rights doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get made, but we'll find out. That's so. true.
1: I'm not saying that it is. It's just that the idea of the anime is already a thing, and we only have ten chapters. Right. But so that's kind of wild. Um, especially after just watching, after just reading it, like it just I, I mean, there's there's nothing there really to to tell you. Well,
0: the basic story is just that there's a guy who used to draw. He got bullied in high school decided to stop drawing and then kind of through inspiration from listening to a musical artist and a few other factors, he kind of got back into it and started like enjoying it more. Well, I think it really what got him back into it was he got punched in the face. Was that, am I remembering that correctly?
1: Yeah. Anyway. No, he almost got killed. Quote unquote. He thought he almost died because the girl pushed him. Nico pushed him in front of a a truck, but there was a guardrail. He wouldn't have died. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but she probably shouldn't have done that while she was It was a drunk. near life, near death experience to him. Yeah, but
0: anyway, so there's a lot to unpack there. But basically, he gets back into art. Turns out he's really good at it, so he's getting back into it. And he gets this deal from this musical artist that he really likes, and turns out it's the girl who almost killed him all those years ago. So yeah, there's and that's and she wants him specifically to do the art for one of her music videos and that's kind of where the story starts and to your point there's only 10 chapters so it hasn't really well i mean the basis of
1: it and yeah i mean that's the beginning but the basis is they both want to become bigger they have big aspirations so like the the musical artist you're talking about nico she's kind of like this underground indie artist and she wants to make it big and then he wants to he after like having conversations with her becoming good friends with her he realizes that he needs to you know kind of strive for something bigger too so after he like kind of gets a confirmation from her or maybe like talks to her he realizes that he wants to become like the next big thing in animation or movie director direction uh so that's basically the story is that they want to better themselves and hopefully meet again because they told they still talk and they still converse but they told each other that they wouldn't work with each other until maybe they got to a much higher so level, right? they got higher up. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. Uh, but I like the concept, uh, actually going into the review of the manga. I like the concept. I like the idea that we can have more stories that focus on art itself because I like those mov- those shows that do focus on art as a media, you know, whether whether it's music, whether it's, you know, the movie industries, whether it's um, animation it reminds me of that re-life mo- show uh series uh where the guy like went back and became a video game yeah artist uh, or whatever. artist designer yeah. yeah and i liked it because of that setting you know the, there were things you know here and there about it but i like the setting i like that it talked about the art behind it and this it seems like it's heading down that it does a good job of so far talking about animation as a whole actually going into it um, it shows that he works on it he he like it, it just goes behind the scenes of it and if they go into detail of it I think I would enjoy this for sure
0: yeah I think it's off to a good start unfortunately it's only like you said it's only got 10 chapters I'm kind of curious where it leads down because kind of like the characters it sets some high expectations and then it's kind of just trailed off but I am excited to see what it will eventually become um, I will say and- it reminds me a lot of other series i like like bakuman where it's about people just becoming manga artists and trying to like figure out how that works how the industry works and dealing with the ups and downs of that and i kind of like i like stories like that where it's yeah. just like you're not really fighting anybody you're just kind of fighting against the idea that life. You know, life or the world you know doesn't ex- doesn't expect those things from you and you're just like no i can do better so yeah
1: yeah and I like that too, and I, I I look forward to that. I like the kind of like romance aspect that's there too. I mean, they started from the beginning. They both like each other. Yeah. Uh, they both want to work together. He, from the beginning, said, wouldn't it be cool if I married her? And it's it's kind of like a foreshadowing, I'm sure, mm. of their future romance. And I like – another big thing is that I like that this is set in the adult world. It's not high school kids. It's not middle school kids. These are adults that are trying to kind of like continue their profession, and I, I appreciate that that's the setting. Um my only gripe is that the main character I just don't necessarily like. He's kind of generic drawn like concept wise. Like he just yeah. doesn't look very special to me. He doesn't really stand out. He seems he's he's so naive not naive, but he's so young and like in the first few chapters, again, it's just because there's ten. He's so wishy washy. Like he'll be like, I don't wanna do this or oh, I wanna do it and then they're like, Oh, but I don't wanna do it with you. Oh, but I wanna do this. It's like is this I- my
0: dream? Like I just Honestly, that was kind of my biggest gripe so far, and maybe that's just because they haven't had time to flesh him out. Yeah, yet. it could be that. But the main character is like super easily influenced. It's kind of like, like even when he quit drawing, it's just like I got bullied. It's like, yeah, but did you? You kind of got wasn't made. Even bullied. You, you got had, made you had fun one embarrassing of. moment. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And then you just quit, and then it's like, and then you kind of talk to this girl, and you're like, actually, I do want to do that. And yeah. it's, it's just like. You are kind of like getting pushed and pulled all over the place. Yeah,
1: I, I think it could have been done a little bit better, and maybe it'll get fleshed out as we have more time with the characters. But um, that was my my only gripe from the beginning. I was just like, this guy I just don't like. He's just kind of – he's just he doesn't have his, like, ideals. And it's funny because they make fun of him because he used to be in a band, and it was shitty. Like, the band was bad, and that's fine. Um, but back then, apparently, he was, you know, kind of – he had a, he had an idea of what he wanted to do even though it didn't succeed and that's also fine which I, I like that they did that but it seems like he almost kind of like regresses a character
0: yeah it's str- it is strange in that way yeah where I, I don't know I don't know what to make of it until we get some more chapters we get more chapters and that's fine yeah, so but uh but I overall, would be interested for I, sure overall I would still recommend reading it I mean it's only 10 chapters so it don't it's not gonna take you too long anyway yeah Next up, um, the recommendation for our next recording, uh, Marriage Toxin. You ever heard of this, sucker? No, dude. What the fuck? All right. So a hitman and a marriage swindler set out. This is the tagline. A hitman and a marriage cat swindler set out on the world's most brutal ballad battle for marriage. So basically, there's this assassin guy, uh, Jero, who... Is part of an assassin clan, as you as you do, you know. Um, and he's a poisoner, but and he's basically been a poisoner all his life. He just that's all he does is he kills people. So um, all of a sudden, this clan's like, we don't have anybody. Some people died, and we don't have anybody else to like carry on the clan's lineage, lineage except you and your sister. So you have to get married and create some offspring. Otherwise, we're gonna do some not so fun things to your sister. So you know. And so he's like, okay, that's great. How the fuck do I meet somebody that I'm supposed to marry? Because all I know how to do is poison people. Um, And luckily, one of his targets happens to be a marriage swindler. And she's like, well, you know what? If you don't kill me, I'll find out a way to... I'll find someone who will be willing to marry you. And from there, the story just kind of takes off. It's pretty much as as it sounds it's a little ridiculous and over the top and yeah that's
1: putting it lightly what it seems like
0: <laughs> yeah so and I think it's kind of neat to have a straight character who is your poisonous murderer contrasted by this swindling girl who is just over overly charismatic and constantly talking her way out of like interesting ridiculous situations oh,
1: say, I'm looking at the art now and I really like the art the art looks cool it looks really clean uh, do you know if this is getting an, uh, an anime? I haven't heard it yet. We're currently on chapter fifty
0: three, so okay. uh, you know maybe it actually got the anime forty episodes ago, and I just didn't know about it for cha- forty chapters ago, and I just didn't know about it. But I think uh, currently, I don't think there is an adaptation in the works. Okay. Just curious, but this one is very popular online, so I wouldn't be surprised if it eventually does get one. Nice. All right, but yeah, that's where we're at, and uh, we'll. Check out the first 10 chapters for next time. Um, until next guy, guys, that was that's all we got for the Triangle Anime and Manga Review Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you got any emails or questions, hit us up at raleighanime at gmail.com. And uh, Ozzy, you got anything to close out on?
1: Nope. Uh, it was fun looking at the season. I uh, look forward to next season. And uh, we'll have some uh, cool concepts uh, or different uh, episodes uh, that won't be just reviews next time. Uh, we have a few ideas. So we look forward to uh, putting those out. So.
0: Yep. Sounds good. And uh, thanks as always. This episode has been sponsored by Tarot Ant Repellent. Tarot uh, kills yes. ants dead. They do. They kill <laughs> ants great, by the way. All right. Uh, Until next time, guys, y'all have a great rest of your (laughs) week. Take it easy. Bye.